You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Episode 271 of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going very well. Thank you very much, sir. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a very, very busy week here at thecoalition.com. Quite a bit of stuff being worked on behind the scenes, but um, all of that information will be out there soon, so stay tuned for that. Um... We also, oh, go ahead, continue. Oh, no, no, I was just saying indeed. Yes. Uh, so we, we also might be joined by Mr. Tony Polanco this evening. Uh, I mean, we'll have to wait and see because everybody knows that today is a gaming holiday for those that, that are unaware. This is the day that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has finally launched. So even as we are recording this show, I am going to find it very difficult to get through this show because I absolutely intend to go back to the game immediately afterwards. But uh, we definitely wanted to make sure we had a show this week because uh, there's quite a bit of news that went down. So uh, it's going to be some interesting discussions uh, from, from here on out. But um, yeah, we shall see if Tony shows up. And uh, if not, I'm pretty sure he will definitely be on a future episode. So stay tuned for that. So um, before we get into the news, we're going to talk about what we have been playing this week. So Gary, how about you go first and let us know what you've been playing? Oh yeah, it's good that you went to me first because I can, you know, I can pass it right back to you because I only played Overwatch this week. So <laughs> yeah, no real update from me. You know, just Overwatch. That's it. Um, so I, I didn't. I didn't even get Red Dead Redemption two yet uh but i will get it at some point and you know just seeing everyone talk about it as well is making me want to uh just you know buy it right now kind of thing uh but yeah i'm I'm, you know i haven't bought it yet and i haven't played anything else besides overwatch so you guys will probably be disappointed in me and i'm sorry but that's just the way it is well for those that are disappointed just just know that you can reach gary on Twitter with your, your comments and uh, feel free to leave a comment and tell him uh, which game he should play first between Red Dead Spider-Man uh, I mean there's a whole list of games he still hasn't played so definitely give your suggestions as to what he needs to play ASAP <laughs> yeah definitely definitely leave those comments and let me know yeah so so as for me uh, yeah it, I, I've had a very busy uh, week Ever since um, last Friday, I've been playing a whole ton of different games. So first and foremost, one of the games that I am playing, I will have a review for this game uh, next week. It's this game called, uh, I hope I pronounced this last name correctly, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, this is a game that's made by a, a Focus Home Interactive. It is a game that uh, I believe Charles Singletary, who used to write for us, he recommended that I check out this game at E3. I didn't get to check it out at E3 at that moment in time because I had a busy schedule. 
but um, I have had so- a chance to play the game, and I have to say that this game is right up my alley. Uh, pretty much, it's about a investigative detective that uh, is trying to track down. You know, he gets involved in this case that is. It's, it, take, it's, it takes place on. This actually takes place in Boston, off the coast of a mysterious island. But um, he gets involved in this case, trying to find out what happened to this family that was that was murdered. So he goes to the island, and you know, you're doing all these different things, like engaging in conversations with different characters. Uh, there is a bit of a um, a, lot, a lot of horror elements to the game as well, and some psychological horror stuff also. Um, but what I can say of the game is, um, so far, what I played, and I've so played a substantial amount of the game, I'm planning to finish it tonight, or tomorrow, depending on, um, you know, what, you know, how, how much time I can devote to it, but, um, what I can say of the game is it definitely is a game where I'm, I'm really concerned about it coming out this close to Red Dead Redemption and all these other games, because... I feel like a lot of people are going to sleep on this game, and I'm hoping that that isn't the case, because the game really is fantastic. It looks incredible on the PlayStation 4 as well as the Xbox One. Uh, so, um, for people who are interested in these investigative things, where you have to figure out certain puzzles, um, you have to investigate, and you're looking at different documents and figure out how something comes together and works. Uh, you will be doing yourself a great disservice if you don't check out this game. I understand you may not be able to check it out right now because maybe you just purchased Red Dead Redemption 2. That's totally fine. But um, this is a game that everybody absolutely, if you are into that type of stuff, detective game with a very good narrative, you definitely should play this game as soon as possible. Um, so that's all I'm going to say on that because... I do have a review that'll be out next week, um, so I don't want to reveal too much else about the game, but I would just say stay tuned for the review. Uh, should be out, I believe, on the 30th. Um, so that's one. Number two, um, I actually had a chance to play uh, Marvel Spider-Man, the Heist DLC. Uh, that review actually was published on our website today, so feel free to check that out. And we will be sure to leave a link uh, in in the description as well for those that want to visit the website and check it out. But um, I gave the DLC an 85 out of 100. I personally think that it's a it, it's a very good story. It has to do with Black Cat, and there are some certain certain aspects of that particular story that um were I think. It very much teases what's going to happen in the future because, again, this DLC is part of a three-part uh, chapter. So chapter one, you pretty much you come into contact with Black Cat. There is The, the story is about uh, this art piece that has been, you know, that has been still stolen. You're trying to figure out why Black Cat is involved in, in all these different heists. And eventually, you do get some answers about that, but you also get a lot of they, they do throw a lot of curveballs in there, in terms of how she interacts with Peter, letting him know certain things that uh, could change the course of the series moving forward. And then, of course, there's a cliffhanger ending that, um, if you haven't had a chance to play it yet, uh, you definitely should avoid social media because everybody's going to be talking about that ending, as well as some some conversations that happen in that particular in the particular game between Miles and Peter. 
because it pretty much is setting up um, not only to conclude this story, but I think it's also setting up whenever they work on the next Spider-Man game, which I would assume that's probably going to begin sometime next year if I had to make a guess. But um, without giving away any spoilers, I, I could say that it, it's a very good story. I mean, obviously, it, it's not over yet, so we need to see how the rest of the story pans out. I did feel, as far as criticisms, it definitely is short. But I mean, because there's so many games out right now, maybe you just want to play something that's short. I would say you'll be playing this for maybe about between 90 minutes and three hours just to play the actual story mode. And then, of course, they have a couple of additional things that they have these uh, art pieces that you can collect that are located throughout the city. Um, they also have different uh, challenges uh, that they similar to the challenges that they had in the last Spider-Man game in the previous game the base game rather um, they do have these challenges but this time instead of Taskmaster being the villain it's Screwball which is a character that they had in the in the base game as well um, so they do have a couple of those missions little side missions objectives and then simple stuff like defusing bombs in the city and stopping a lot of the crimes that are in the city pretty much the same type of stuff that they had in the uh, base game so overall as a package um, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, I still want to see where they take the story uh, in the next two chapters. And we will get those chapters in November and December, respectively. Uh, they haven't actually announced any release dates for those chapters outside of November and December 2018. So once we get more concrete information, I will be glad to share it with everybody. But um, yeah, if you're a Spider-Man fan, if you've already gotten through the Game Plus mode, which is was an update that they also released last week for free. Um, and you need and you want more content, then this definitely will keep you satisfied for just a little bit. Again, it is only about three hours. So, but I, but I mean, you, you'll definitely get more trophies and you'll get three other Spider-Man suits. Um, so it, it does it does offer something. And again, the story is great. Black Cat, the way they portray the characters, fantastic. So I'm very curious to see what they do next. Uh, in terms of the other DLC. But um, once again, that review is on the website, so check that out if you are interested. Um, two other quick things to mention, uh, and then we can move on to the news topics. I did get an opportunity to play the Fallout 76 beta on Xbox One X. I do have a preview coming for that on Monday, so stay tuned for that. But um, what I can say right now is, and I'll be very honest, when Bethesda announced Fallout 76 before E3, uh, I wasn't really too excited for it. You know, I, I, I mean, I started to play Fallout 4, uh, but this is, I, you know, I don't really recall what other, what, what, which other game came out at the time that that was out, but I started playing it and then I got caught up in another game only because, you know, I, I figure with Fallout, when I look at all of the things that you, ha that you can do in that game, it felt like it was a little overkill in terms of what you can do with the engineering stuff. And I didn't want to take the time to really, you know, put my all into the game because there were some other things that were out at the time that I think caught my attention more. Uh, I don't really recall which, which game it was, if it was Wolfenstein or any of these other titles. Cause I mean, there were so many games that came out at that particular time. But uh, when they announced Fallout 76, I didn't really have any high expectations. I know that a lot of people was hyped for the game. So, because I, I know it does have a, a following, 
but I didn't really know what to expect personally. So I started to play the beta on Xbox One X this past week. Um, it was like a little, you know, they had it up for about a, a four hours on Wednesday night. Uh, and they did announce today that they're going to have it available once again uh, this weekend. And then next week it'll be on PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. also and PC. But after playing it uh, for all about three of, the, three, of the, three of those four hours, I can definitely say that I'm 100% c- completely sold on the game right now. Um, pretty much all, all that all the, I was doing in the beta in the very beginning, you know, obviously you come out of your vault. It does take place in Virginia, as the trailer stated. But you come out of your vault, pretty much, you know, you see the wasteland, a lot of dead bodies, a lot of mutated creatures, so on and so forth. Um, and you're just basically looking for different things that you may need. You scavenge supplies, looking for, for food, stuff like that. Um, one thing that I did notice, and I don't really know if this is something that was heavily influenced or heavily a part of the actual uh, Fallout 4, because I know you finished Fallout 4, Gary, but there was one thing I did notice is that there were certain areas that they, that they were telling me to go to to advance the story, and, you know, you go to these different places that, 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 that they're telling you to go to, and then they have audio clips, that provide stories as to some of the people that that you know it gives you backstory as to some of the people that that might have didn't didn't survive when they had the uh, when, when everything fell apart with the world and then you also find out about other characters that went to that vault. But what I find interesting about that is, you know, it really does provide an overview of certain characters, the type of lives that they lived before everything you know went downhill and it does try to it does have some you know a bit of mystery to the element of you wanting to know if there are some people that that have survived will you ever cross paths with them in the actual game you know i i you know from what i played so far i did see a lot of other people that was in that beta that i did was able to interact and interact with and so on and so forth but um in terms of the actual story like i'm curious to know if they are also going to have characters in this game that you'll be able to interact with outside of the actual robots. Um, I didn't really see that quite yet, so we'll have to see how that goes. But um, what I played in the game so far is, it pretty much is Fallout, but the fact that it's you're now able to play with your friends, I think is the biggest element about it because there was one particular event that they had where there were some creatures that were, you, know, you had to kill a certain amount of creatures that were trying to take over a certain part of the town, and I teamed up with some people who also uh, were in the, you know that I was playing with, and we were able to, to take to take those, take them out. So they do have different quests and stuff that you can do. Uh, obviously, I didn't really you know see too much of that because that was really the first time they had the beta was this week. So I will get a chance to jump back into it this weekend, see what has changed see if there are going to be more activities that are, in which that I can participate in with others. But um, I just think in the beginning, like I said, when I thought about the last Fallout game and how much you can do in that game, that that was a little bit of overkill to me because I figured, well, this is, this is just too much stuff to do. And then the engineering stuff, I felt like I needed to get a guide just to, you know, like get a video guide or something just to know how to make certain things. Um, but the best thing about it now is playing with friends. I mean, you can work together, you can make stuff together. 
you can participate in different events. I think that right there is a very big element of this game that I think a lot of people are going to like. And in terms of bugs that I might have experienced, I actually didn't experience any bugs um, of what I played so far. So hopefully that is something that continues. I mean, I know Bethesda has a reputation of they have a lot of bugs in some of their games, but so far I haven't experienced any any glitches on my end uh, per se yet. That's good so, to hear because um, that, that's one they actually like issued a warning to all the people who are going to be participating in the bayonets, and they actually like let them know specifically that there's going to be you know bugs, so like you should expect. Uh, you know, spectacular new bugs and stuff like that. But um, but it's good that you haven't experienced any of that. And also, what you mentioned before as well uh, about you know uh, the the backstories to the people who were living in the the world before you know before uh, before the apocalypse and everything. Um, like that's one of the biggest. Uh, selling points of the fallout games like just the, the level of discovery like you can just literally walk anywhere and discover something <laughs> like discover something and, and uh, run into things from you know before from the previous world basically before it became post-apocalyptic uh, one of the things that i was worried about with this game is whether like the whole online aspect would uh, take away from that and that would become more about you know doing things with other players and the discovery aspect wouldn't be as deep uh but from what you're saying it seems like they're balancing it very well with the online stuff and still having some level of discovery but uh, i'm not quite sure if there's going to be like tons of npcs and stuff like that as well but i, I guess uh we'll wait and see that, that see okay so see that that's 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 good to know um and, and what what I can say is I, I like like I said so far I've only had interactions with the actual robots um you know I I did interact with some of the other characters that other people were controlling but um in terms of there actually being other human characters I I I, I, I didn't see any so far and again I I only played about three hours of the beta. You know, I spent a lot of time exploring, uh, you know, pretty much going from different places, trying to uh, collect certain items to craft different weapons. So I, I, I haven't spent too much time in it quite yet. But I, I think that or what you said about them trying to balance the social aspect and with communicating with others and the discovery, I, I, I do think that they can definitely do that successfully, but we have to wait and see because, again, uh, it, I think after you play it for a certain amount of time and you get to see how things go, that'll be a better determining factor as to whether or not they, they can actually pull this off. But um, what I can say is playing alongside others is very fun. Um, so I am hopeful that um, they are going to have different things that they're going to do to make it more interesting and inviting for more people. Um, but I, I definitely was skeptical when they announced the game, but I can say that I'm definitely looking forward to the game now and I will spend more time in it this weekend and definitely will give some updates, some updated thoughts uh, next week. But as I said, there will be a article on the website on Monday as well as I may talk more about it on uh, the next co-op because I, I will have had more time in different sessions. So, but so far I could say if you're looking forward to Fallout 76, um, 
you, you probably might. You, you, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed with uh, what the game does have have to offer, and it looks fantastic. Graphically, it looks it looks awesome too. So, stay tuned for that. Um, and uh, finally, my very last game because uh, I didn't want this to be to last too long. But uh, I'm telling you, hey, it's been a very busy week. My very last game, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, a game that uh, I know has been getting tens from multiple publications across the board. Currently has a Metacritic of 97 and is rated as a must-play game. Um, I've played, I want to say about maybe, I want to say maybe between 8 and 10 hours so far. Um, the game is fantastic. I mean, there's so much in this game, uh, and I've only started playing it since yesterday, so... I really am not in a position to talk about every single thing that the game does right, but I could just say that there's so much about the game that is fantastic. You know, from an open world perspective, um, it, it definitely feels like a really immersive experience. I mean, simple stuff is you, you walk into a house, um, you have to grab a lot of items, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of looting you have to do. And I know that this is something that uh, that a very good friend uh, Edward. Uh, v complained about today in our other chat, but um, I mean, I honestly, the, the game is just there's so much to this game. You know, I, 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 all the hype that it's getting online is is worth it. Um, from what I gather, one one thing I will describe, if I can describe one one aspect about the game that I that I really enjoyed, found interesting. I mean, we know in Grand Theft Auto games how um, it's very easy for you once you get a wanted status. Uh, you know, it, it has that whole thing where it rises over time. You know, you get up to a five star status, and then you have everybody coming after you. Well, in this game, I had an in, had an incident an incident last night where there was a store in the town. This is within chapter two, where I discovered that they were running an illegal business in the back room of the store. So I walked into the store. Uh, and I wasn't able to go into that back room because when I tried to go back there, the guy at the cashier said, Hey, he said, you can't do that. So I held him up at gunpoint and told him that to get me in that back, that back door. And of course, when I went back there and the guys discovered me, yeah, there was a shootout that ensued. There was also a woman back there who played the victim as if, Hey, please don't hurt me. And then she pulls out a gun and starts shooting at me. So after killing them, you know, and stealing the money and all the other stuff they had back there. At that point, the, you know, the authorities were after me. So I tried to escape and I figured that I, oh, I can obviously run out of the area, you know, because you know, normally on the map, you can run out of a certain area and then you, you can evade the police altogether. However, you know, that wasn't happening and they were still running after me even after I had gotten to a certain period uh, on the map. So what happens next is I decide, well, let me just start shooting the officers. So I shoot the officers. And of course, the bounty oh. amount, increases, you know, the, the, the bounty amount increases. Uh, so eventually, though, they eventually got me, though. Eventually, they were able to kill me. I came back. The bounty was still on my head. So I'm off doing other things in different parts of, uh, of, of, of the land. And then all of a sudden... Uh, you know, I, I recall this instance where, you know, I go, like, I, like, I, I killed the bear, skinned the bear, gave the meat to a trapper so he can turn it into, like, a, another fur or costume that I can wear. 
And as I'm turning around, that now bounty hunters are after me. <laughs> trying to get in. Uh, so, and the thing is, again, you know, until you actually pay the bounty, then the bounty will discontinue. And it doesn't matter if you go to like another part, another region of, of the land, the bounty is still active. So it, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, it definitely will make you pay for stuff. But then there are also instances in the game where you could be just simply doing the mission. Like they have this mission where uh, one of your people or one of the outlaws on your team tells you we need to get money from people that owe us money. So they have you track down these people that owe money. And if there is a witness or somebody that sees you robbing that person, they can report you to the authorities as well. And then then you have the police after you all over again. So you definitely have to be smart about what you do. And if you do commit a crime, you have to make sure it's in an isolated area where no one else can see you. Yeah, I, uh, I heard uh, if you kill the witnesses, then um, you, you get away with it as well because then there's no one to snitch on you. So that's that, that, cool. You know, I, I, had, I had an option last night of whether or not I wanted to kill a witness. Um, and I decided that I, I, you know, I harassed them a little bit, but then I ultimately let them go within seconds after that I got reported so <laughs> never again will I trust the witness and they have they have to get taken out immediately it, it has to happen snitches are gonna uh, snitch yeah no you're right about that you're right about that um but yeah the, the game is fantastic so far um I'm looking forward to diving more in, into it more and I definitely will have a lot more extensive things to say the next time around because again I, I only started playing this game yesterday I am aware that there are a lot of people that got the game early last week and there were a lot of reviews that went out yesterday. But again, I just received the game yesterday, so I um, don't really have too much to say yet. But I can definitely say the experiences are great. There is an incredible amount of things to do in the game. The acting, the character interactions, everything, everything is just awesome. And then, of course, the way you have to maintain your horse, maintain your character, because... You, you do have to shave in the game, you know, unless you just want to keep a beard all the time. You do have to shave and shower, hygiene, all this stuff. You have to do this in the game. Otherwise, it definitely impacts how you interact with other characters. Um, so it, Rockstar has definitely thought about a lot of details. I know we had that conversation last week about the uh, people talking about the crunch. Um, I understand, there's <clears throat> no doubt about it, they spent a lot of time working on this game, but I think that it ultimately is going to pay off. It has already paid off for a lot of people. So I am um, definitely looking forward to spending more time with the game. And for people who are even remotely interested in the game, I will highly recommend that you check it out uh, because you may have a couple of different experiences of your own that really stand out to you. But uh, it's definitely something that you definitely should play ASAP. If there's one game you get this year, uh, this might have to be that game, depending on the type of games that you like to play. But um, that's uh, that's all I have to say for the moment as far as uh, what, what what I've been playing this week. <laughs> yes. So um, I need to catch up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I think people in the comments will tell you, oh yeah, Gary, you got to play some other games, but uh, they got they got to have the suggestion as to what you should play first because. But Red Dead is great. Spider-Man is great. Uh, Call of Cthulhu is, is really good. Um, so, 
I don't know. This, this is a great time to be a gamer. I, I will say that. We, just, we have a lot of great content out right now. So definitely, definitely, definitely make sure that you, you make some time to play some of these games. They're, they're a, lot, a lot of fun. But um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into the news topics. Because we do have a, a, quite a bit to get into uh, for, for tonight. So uh, the first topic is we found out this week that Microsoft is officially bringing Game Pass to PC. So Gary, I wanted to get your thoughts on this particular uh, news as well as any other details you might have regarding uh, this, this, this news that Microsoft made this week. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was already on PC, but um, uh, the, I guess it's it, it was kind of because you know it was only uh like exclusive uh xbox games that you can play on pc basically you know those were what you could already access on pc but now this is going to be like the full thing so you'll have access to all the third party stuff as well that's on xbox so um so yeah the, the fact that they're looking to to roll it out properly on pc that's a big deal and I'm hearing that they um, they included this in this their their um, sales projections for you know quarter one uh, 2019 or whatever. So they're they're planning to you know um, really promote this and have it be like a, a, a major thing that brings in revenue for the Xbox brand. So uh, it looks like they're you know put they they definitely want to support Windows a lot and you know uh, gaming on Windows. Uh, this is probably going to um, amp up their competition with Steam now, because you know if people can get uh, if people can pay ten bucks and get access to a lot of these games, then it's like you know on on Steam you're still paying for the full price for the game or whatever you know unless there's like a sale or something. So um, so yeah, I mean this is gonna uh, this is gonna amp up that that little competition that they've been having with, with Valve, uh, which is interesting. It's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. But um yeah, this is good overall. Um and yeah, I hope I just hope that Halo comes to PC as well. Like I hope we get uh, the last Halo that came out and uh, the new one. I'm sure we'll get the new one, but it'll be nice to play the old one too. Because um, that's like one of the ones I didn't play. I played the one before, but I didn't play it. The last one was Halo 4, right? Or was it 5? Can't remember. Yeah, uh, I believe Halo 4. Yeah, Halo 4. Um, oh, no, no. Halo 5 Guardians, that was it. Halo 5, yeah. okay. Yeah, the, Halo 5 is the one I didn't play. I played Halo 4. Um, so it would be nice to play that, you know, before Infinite comes out. Um but yeah, this is uh this this is pretty good. good. Well, I, I I do want to make a comment though. Uh, Halo Five Guardians, um, it's not. Uh, I heard mixed things about it. I, I mean, I mean, I I just want to make this very clear. Uh, the game, if you are hoping that you're going to play as Master Chief a lot in this game, then you will be very disappointed because it's more so about Spartan Lock and. You know, Master Chief does play a role in the game. You know, it's obvious though what they're building though with with Halo Six. So I still do believe it is something that you should play 
in terms of understanding the story to see what the the direction that they're heading in with the next game. But um, it's definitely uh, if you think you're gonna play as Master Chief for most of the campaign, then you will be very very disappointed. Um, but with that said, the multiplayer is fantastic. I think that is the single best element of the Halo 5 Guardians game. That multiplayer is off the chain. I know a lot of people that are still playing that today. And shout out to Mr. Max Muller, because I know he's playing that. But yeah, that multiplayer is, that is the best. I think that's the best multiplayer they've had since a lot of the older games. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, uh, as for the Game Pass, the PC thing... I mean, I think it's great for PC gamers. Um, I do think eventually that the next Halo, uh, you know, uh, that will be coming to PC. Um, but I don't, but I mean, I don't know if that's coming next year or in 2020 because Microsoft has not given any release dates for any of these other titles. Uh, you know, obviously they do have an event that's coming up, I believe in two weeks, that EXO event, uh, which is taking place in November. So I'm very curious to know what they're going to show at that event. A lot of people have downplayed it and say said they're probably not going to show anything major, but I, I don't I don't think that's the case because again, there's no PSX this year. Uh, the video game award show is in December. That's about it. So I think Microsoft very well could show something big at this event. Um, a, a great a great big exclusive. Talk about other studios that they have acquired. So I, I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they talk about. But in terms of this particular news, I think it's great for PC gamers. Um, it gives them more options uh, as to whether or not this is going to be the competition for, for Steam. Well, I think Steam is far ahead uh, in, in, in this particular race. But I do think that um, over time, we will see if people more people decide to pick up the service. Uh, that's going to be what determines everything. But one thing I will say for sure about Game Pass, and the one criticism that I have with it, is that I definitely want Microsoft to announce a lot more exclusive games in the future that are going to be a part of this service. Now, obviously, you know, State of Decay 2, uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, Forza, all of these games are part of Game Pass this year, which is great. But uh, out of that list, in my personal opinion, Forza is really the only standout game. I mean, I'm not saying that to talk badly about State of Decay or uh, Sea of Thieves, but to me, in terms of the game that I saw immediately and I wanted to play right away, that game obviously is Forza Horizon 4. So I'm hoping next year, when they drop Gears 5, maybe if they drop Halo Infinite next year, I have no idea when they're dropping it, but whatever the other titles are, oh yeah, Crackdown 3, when they drop these titles, I definitely think that more, even more people will generate, uh, will want to pick up Game Pass for that reason. Um, a lot of people have already subscribed to the service, including me. So it does offer a lot of value for it. But if I'm thinking about specifically exclusive Xbox games, they definitely need to add more to that on, on, on there over time. Um, so I'm curious to see what they announce and what they add moving forward uh, from here on out. But uh, yeah, the fact that it's coming to PC, I think is great. It's great for everybody on PC to have other things that they can play. Um, and it definitely makes me think that um, Microsoft is thinking beyond consoles with Xbox. So we will see what happens with them in the future regarding the, uh, the service as well as the games. 
indeed yes yeah. indeed uh, and just to uh, you know add on to that i've i've heard uh I, I saw a headline recently that um the like the overall sales for xbox have gone up recently so um I guess that's good that you know they're making some some good moves right now uh they're making i guess you could say they're making the right moves for the xbox brand because it is improving now um and they are doing a lot better than they were like a year or two ago so yeah they're making moves now oh yeah you know i i mean i i think um despite a lot of the stuff that happened when they first announced that system uh this generation Bill Spencer has done a phenomenal job with uh, trying to really, you know, right the ship and do a lot of great things for the brand. I think a lot of stuff that he has done for the actual fan base has been even more, you know, I think he's done a lot more for Xbox than pretty much anyone that has been in that position so far. So I um, I definitely am optimistic about their future. I, I, my only complaint was this year, I didn't feel like that there was enough quality exclusive games uh forza you know and we're going to get into that later forza charting on mpb that is a fantastic news because i wanted that game to chart now obviously i wanted to chart higher than it did but just to know that it's on that list is a great thing because playground games they, they make some really really great games so i think they definitely need to have more attention on them and when the last forza game came out you know i don't really recall it charting so I'm glad that this definitely charted. Uh, it, it shows that people are definitely taking note. And this, in Forza Horizon 4, I think is the best, without a doubt, that is the best Forza game right now. No offense to the Forza Motorsport series. And I have reviewed those games on the website. But this, this game is just, uh, these other games, which have the open world elements to it, it's just a lot, I think it's a, a lot, a lot more fun, in my personal opinion. So, uh, glad to see that it's charted. But, um, yeah. We'll have to see what happens with Xbox moving forward. Um, but um, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. You know, definitely looking forward to the XO event in November, and hopefully Microsoft does have some more great announcements coming uh, for the brand in the future. So we'll see about that. But um, any other thoughts before we move on to the next topic? No, nah, that's it for me. <laughs> okay, so... Let's give a disclaimer, because this topic may get controversial. You might get some hate behind this. Um, so, uh, on, on, you know, the last show we spoke about uh, the PlayStation name, the PSN, the ability to, to change your name finally being an option after a long, long, long period of time. And then we find out this week that uh, there are a lot of uh, disclaimers that have been released as far as problems for people who are already in the beta right now. For this name changing option so gary how about you tell us more uh, uh details about what these disclaimers are and what people are complaining about yeah um so there, there's a lot to say here uh there's a lot to unpack <laughs> um first of all you know i find it weird that there's a beta to change your name like that, that should just be a feature that's patched into you know uh the the multiple system updates that they have like every month uh, they, they should just patch this straight into one of those it should be an easy thing but nope uh you know psn is it's never that simple um so yeah 
so the, the beta is, you know, an opt-in thing that you can do if you want to, you know, be a part of this, uh, you know, of changing your name and testing it out and everything. But the, 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 the disclaimers that they issued, um, you know, regarding this look very, very unappealing. Um, and let me just read through some of these disclaimers so you guys, you know, will know. Uh, the, the, the image is actually on the screen right now, but I'll read it out. Um, so, first one is not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, Vita, and other PlayStation systems support the online ID change feature. Okay, cool. Uh, next one is if you change your online ID, you may lose access to content, including paid for content that you have acquired for your games, including content like add ons and virtual currency. Interesting. Um, also, you may lose your progress within games, including uh, game save data, leaderboard data, and progress towards trophies. Uh, also, parts of your games and applications might not function properly, both online and offline. And the last one is your previous online IDs may remain visible to you and other players in some some places. So your previous online ID. Um, so yeah, uh, very interesting there. Uh, so basically, if you paid for for online content and add-ons and DLC, there's a chance that you could lose that content by changing your name. And also, you may lose save game data by changing your name. And parts of the games and applications might not function properly. So those three right there, like that, that's really. Uh, mind-boggling to me um how changing a name can affect that much you know um it, this really should just be a simple thing there should be like a background function that just finds and replaces you know the, the online id you know it should be as simple as like because i i understand that there's games that probably read that data but there should be an easy way to just like overwrite that data so that it displays something else. Like it, I, I would imagine it's, you know, sort of kind of simple. I mean, obviously when you're dealing with coding, it's never really simple because it's something you have to learn and practice and understand. But, you know, on, on other services, you know, they get this right straight away. So I don't know what kind of OS or system Sony have built here, but yeah changing your name could could make you lose data that you paid for and you know and content that you paid for which is interesting but um richard what's your thoughts on on this disclaimer and uh are you interested in taking part in this beta well first and foremost uh to answer that last question absolutely hell no i am not interested in taking uh taking a part of taking play taking a part in this beta um, when I created my PSN account, yeah, I think it was around the same time I created my, well, no, I had the Xbox account already, so I kept the same name, which is Sir Richard Watt. I like that name, uh, I think it suits me well, because my name is Richard and I like to play a lot of games, so I figured that that name was appropriate. So I don't have any plans to change the name. For those, though, that, that definitely want to change their name, I personally think that this is... I, I personally think that this is unacceptable that you would lose any content, uh, any of this information from, from a name change. 
and I hate to say this, but I have to keep it real. I'm pretty sure I will get some hate uh, for this particular uh, comment, but I have to say that it is a bit of disappointment because I feel like if you are intending to release a new feature that you think is a great feature, um, you really should take time to perfect that feature and make sure that it works properly before you release it. I mean, we live in a time now where there are a lot of, you know, you can talk about a lot of video games that are released and certain aspects of the game are not exactly completed. So as a result of that, uh, the devs will release free DLC later or add certain features later to further the experience because it wasn't ready at launch. I feel like with this particular thing, though, because this is a feature that everybody has been wanting and requesting, Sony really should have taken their time to make sure that that everything works properly. Now, obviously, what's here, we're talking about the beta here. I would hope that the actual final version of this doesn't have that issue. But if it does have that issue, I would say they did a horrible job. You know, and they really should have taken their time to really get this right. Because you don't wanna you don't wanna mess that up. For for those that actually care about this feature, like I said, I don't care about the feature. But I just think uh, from a business standpoint the customers have been loyal to you. They've been buying your products and using, you know, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, etc. So you should at least honor them by making sure that when you do release this, everything is great and it works properly as advertised. Um, so I definitely think uh, Sony should address this issue, make sure that it isn't what ends up in the final version of the actual, uh, when they actually do release the final version. Um, because I think people would definitely be angry about this. Uh, there are some that may not care about it, uh, too much, but, um, I personally would definitely care about this. So hopefully Sony gets it together, but, uh, this isn't good. This isn't, this isn't good in my opinion, because I haven't really, I mean, like I said, there are people that release products that aren't all the way complete. That happens all the time in this industry now with video games. Um, and then of course they fix it later. But this particular issue here, you know, I, I I really think that this will hurt a lot of people if they release this, the final version of this, and it has these type of issues. Oh, yeah, I think they will see a backlash from the community, no doubt about it. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that like, you can revert back to your original online ID um i think in the beta you can you know you can do it uh whenever but like in the final version i i believe uh you'll you'll be uh restricted to like two weeks or some sort of period like that to where you can um revert back to your old id and reverting back will supposedly fix you know these issues if they do occur um and yeah, I mean, I hope so. You know, I would hope so that you know reverting back would fix well, those issues if you do get them. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, uh, just I mean, I, I I still think this is crazy, but just to uh, you know see it from Sony's perspective a little bit. I mean, the beta is kind of their uh, you know huge test for this, I guess. So like they're they're probably planning to pick up a lot of these bugs here and then fix them before the final version. And I would hope that that is the case. That you know, um, uh, 
that you know the, the this is just their way of testing all the different bugs that are going to happen once these name changes occur and then they can smooth things out so that there's no bugs at all when it finally rolls out so i mean i hope that is the case but still you know this is something i'm i'm, I'm shocked about like because this shouldn't even be necessary but but yeah um hey well, 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 I, well, I will, I will say, I guess the data's purpose is to test to make sure things are working properly. But, but as you said, uh, when the final version rolls out, this this cannot be an issue whatsoever, uh, because uh, I mean, people who care about their save save data, they they will not like this at all. So Sony definitely we definitely needs to look into this. Um, and I would say, if they need to take more time to perfect it. Then maybe they shouldn't release a final version until they have fixed this problem completely. Um, but again, we will see what happens. I mean, I know that this is something that people have been asking for for quite some time, and I guess Sony decided that they finally wanted to address this. But um, as I say, it's a good idea to address a, a, a concern or fix a problem that people want fixed. But uh, you have to make sure that this works properly. Because if it doesn't, then that's going to be a disaster for them. Um, yeah, but okay, you know. But again, you know, it might it might blow over. You know, you never know. It might it might blow over because some people may be like, "Well, I don't really care about this." But uh, it definitely is going to is going to anger some people if uh, they release it as is in the final version. So we'll see what they decide to do. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, if you're one of those people that are going to try this out, then definitely let us know. Let us know why you want to change your name too, because I'm interested in like, because there, there's a lot of stories about people spelling their name wrong and uh, like uh, just you know making silly names that they regret and stuff like that. So I, I want to hear some stories about you know people and why they want to change their name. So. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. All right, so. Let's move on to the next topic, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you got a lot to say about this topic. <laughs> so, Electronic Arts. This is uh, by far, uh, I believe you told me, one of your favorite companies. If you have ever, um, you know, you, you like all their titles, Mass Effect Andromeda, that was at the top of your list as the must-play game for, uh, I believe it was uh, last year when that came out, right? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean... They are one of my favorite companies to talk about, yeah, but not one of my favorite companies. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we, we, we did receive some, some news this week and the ongoing changes that are taking place at EA, and that is that Jade Raymond has officially left EA. Now, for those that need some context, Jade Raymond was working on a action-adventure series uh, for EA, um, and I believe that she also was working with Amy Henning at one point on this uh, Star Wars project. So now she is no longer part of EA. So um, this is this is looking too good for uh, for EA as a company. But uh, we actually would just have have just been joined now by Mr. Tony Polanco. How's it going, Tony? It's going great, man. Uh, better than Jade Raymond, <laughs> who I'm assuming you guys are talking about now. Yo, it's crazy. By the way, thank you for having me on. I'm sorry I should have been here earlier, but Red Dead got me. So, and it's funny because I was talking to Rich. I'm like, yo, Rich, we're going to do co-op today. He's like, yeah, we'll be on. I start playing this game. That's it. Hours just yeah. passed by, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know how it is. But yeah, no, it, it, we were talking about this on Throwdown last night. And, you know, I don't know if you guys brought this up, but it's kind of interesting to me how EA, they just like had two of the most prominent like women in gaming just leave them. You know, very interesting that they, they like. And the thing is, that I, I don't think they were fired. You know, I think they left because of EA's, you know, business practices or whatever, you know. So it, it says something. It's like you guys can't even hold on to the top talent like that. Not doesn't look good for them. Yeah, I agree. Like this, this, uh, this says a lot, you know, behind the scenes without saying a lot, because obviously we don't know the specifics, but it's yeah. very telling that both Amy Henning and now Jade Raymond, who were both working a part of the same team and everything and on the same project. And, you know, just suddenly, like within the span of a year or whatever it was, like they're both gone. Like it's, it's very telling that something is going on at EA and they have all these Star Wars games in development. It's getting confusing. So I, I would like to know all the dirt that, that's going on personally, but we're probably never going to get that because of non-disclosure agreements and things like that. So. You better get Jason Schreier on this, man. That's all I'm saying. You know, maybe he'll figure it out. Uh, but, you yeah, know, and, you know, this is just my personal theory. I think, you know, EA was probably telling them, like, you got to put microtransactions, all this other stuff in their games. And they're probably like, no, we don't want to do that. And they dip. Purely speculation on my part, but I believe that may have um, had, you know, that been a, may have been a contributing factor, you know, because EA's, that's all they, they really seem to be about now. It's like, you know, the, the single player game, like, doesn't really seem to be a thing for them anymore, you know? Not yeah. really. Yeah, we know Amy Henning wants, like, she focuses on making good, like, you know, uh, story based single player games and stuff, so. I can see how that might have been a big conflict, like if they're trying to push loot boxes and microtransactions and online and all this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's sad. It, it really is, man. Like, and again, it's like, you know, you know, people may forget this, right? There actually was a point in time where people liked EA. People loved EA back in the day. It's like, is there any way we could ever get that company back? You know, like, you know, the company that did all these like ill games, uh, diverse type of games, a lot of sports games, a lot of action games. Like what happened to the EA like of, of before? It just seems like they're just out there trying to grab money. And it's crazy because I, you know, I'm old school too, just like you guys love EA, you know, and speaking professionally and you guys could account for this too. They treat us very, very well. I don't want to be saying all this stuff about EA, but you know, you gotta, you gotta assess the situation in, in an honest manner and, you know, I don't think you could anybody could come in here and be like, oh, you know, everything's how we ate. No, something is clearly going wrong, you know. Oh, I, I agree 100 percent that, yeah, there's a lot going on wrong at EA. Um, there, 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 there's one question that I want to ask you both. I'm not going to go too much off topic, but uh, based on what has now happened with uh, Jade Raymond and, and Amy Henning deciding to leave, if, if that's what they decided to do. Um, do you think that this is all a sign that we are a couple of months away now from hearing that or Bioware is now closed, getting shut down because Anthem did not perform the way that we expected it to? <laughs> Man, <laughs> yo, that's something I've been saying since like, you know, every, every, what was the last studio they closed down? Visceral, right? Yep. Like the last big one. That, yeah, ever since that, I was like, listen, man, if Anthem, underperforms <sighs> I, I feel bad for Bioware they may not exist so I, I think you you know you have a point there man I don't know Gary what, what's your take on that man 
Uh, to me, Bioware doesn't even exist anymore already. To be honest, <laughs> like to like uh, they they to me they're like a shell company at this point. Like they're just EA to me at this point. Like you know, just another little label under EA kind of thing. But the real Bioware hasn't existed for me for a while. Um, and yeah, uh, I I could definitely see it happening though if um you know if if uh, Anthem underperforms like maybe they'll you know just do away with the Bioware uh, label and maybe they'll keep the people who work there and just put them in another division or something um, you know something like that but uh, yeah I mean Bioware hasn't existed for me for a while so. and I mean, you know what dude I can't blame you man like I'm thinking about it right now like the Bioware like that that you know my Bioware yeah they haven't they haven't been existed for a while I think the last good game they put out was uh, Inquisition because we don't speak about Andromeda around here <laughs> you know yeah it's sad man it's really sad because remember the glory days of Bioware man Mass Effect Dragon Age you know like what what the fuck man and and a lot of people believe it's because of EA and I can't disagree with that assessment you know yeah yeah, I mean, their, their whole agenda changed and it just kind of affected and trickled down to all the studios that are under them, it seems. So, yeah. So, yeah. Damn, it's a man, shame. Fuck. It really is, man. And, you know, Activision's not too far away from that either, you know? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, like, I understand, you know, you got to make your money. That's your primary, um, you know, like objective as a company, but you gotta like if you want to keep making money, you gotta please your fans. You know that's the whole you know reason you exist. So you gotta find a balance. You can't just be greedy all the fucking time like that. You know. That's true. Uh, you have to be set right about that. Yeah. What do you think, Rich? Oh no! Oh no! I agree with pretty much everything that you and Gary pointed out. Um, there definitely is stuff going on at EA. There's no doubt about that. And even though Amy Henning won't go as, you know, or, or Amy Henning or Jay Reddy, even though they, they probably will not admit that microtransactions play the factor, I think obviously, you know, EA is, is making a lot of changes. Um, I find that interesting because I know EA for the longest time, they, they, they've tried to acquire a lot of different studios. They said they wanted to have their own version of Assassin's Creed. That was the whole reason why they picked up Jade Raymond to work on an action adventure series. So now I don't really know what, 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 what uh, what's going on with that project. I, I know she said that this, 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 these projects are still in development. So, but, um, I just find it interesting how they wanted Assassin's Creed. You get the person who knows this series inside out. And then you find a way to mess up that relationship to the point where she has to leave. So that, that's not good. Um, but with that said, I, I do hope that EA, I hope that I'm wrong about Bioware. I hope that EA is able to turn things around because I actually want a reason to go to EA Play 2019 next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we, you know, you know, here's some insider baseball for you people. Me and Rich were discussing that literally the day afterwards. Like, yo, man, we sh- <laughs> we're not going to do this next year, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah because they, they, were, they had some issues this year. Then the show itself was not. This is not, you know, a lot of people, they know people who have been asking for certain games, and then they said, no, we're not doing that. So, the show was a little disappointing. There was a few games that were, that looked pretty good. Some of the independent games, I can't really think of the name right now. Looks really, really good, but, uh, 
yeah, I, I hope they have a better show next year. I hope they I hope that they actually have some quality titles coming after Anthem. But um, we'll see what happens. It's all it's all resting on whether or not Anthem is a success because if that's not a success for Bioware, that's a problem. And I think Bioware, I would hate to see Bioware go down, but uh, it's it definitely can happen. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's 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 troubling, man. But e- 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 but my thing is like even if Bioware, like you know, let's just say you know speculatively, you know they leave EA and do their own thing. It's like would they still be the Bioware of old? I don't even know about that. You know, that's that's true. That, that, that's a valid point. Yeah, I, a valid point. I, I don't know how many of the older faces are still there. Uh, I know Casey Hudson came back, didn't he? I think. Yeah, he came back. Microsoft now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because remember, was it the the main two dudes that founded Bioware? They left for, after Mass Effect Three, you know, after all that shit that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't even know if they could go back to being old Bioware, but I mean, at least they would be free from you know EA's uh, you know, um, plans or whatever, and they could do their own thing and figure it out for themselves, I guess. But but yeah. Uh, the, I, don't, I don't think they'll ever be the same as they were. Yeah, no, you're right about that, man. It, 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 it's 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 crazy. And my thing is, is like, you know, because I'm like, if they go independent, then they're gonna have to slash their budgets. So I don't know, man. But and then at the same time, it's like if you're like a company that's on Bioware's level, maybe a little smaller. Um, you know, I'm like, yo, imagine EA comes to you. You you have to in the back of your mind be like, oh shit, if we don't do well, they're gonna kill us. You know, so like, what do you do? It's like, yeah, the EA money's nice, but you know, if you underperform, you know, that's that's it. How many? I mean, EA is like, you know, they they're like, you know, I hate to say this, they're they're a developer murderer. <laughs> How many fucking <laughs> developers have they killed? You know, shit. No, you're right, because um, yeah, man, I I I very much enjoyed the uh, Dead Space series. Uh, yeah, and- man. I was hoping that there was going to be another one, but then I, when I heard about this one, I said, well, that, that sucks. So, yeah, if it happens with Bioware, that, that, that'll be very, that'll be devastating for me to hear that news. Because uh, Mass Effect, that was one of the games that I enjoyed, well, definitely the franchise I enjoyed most last generation. So if, if they're gone, then that's, that will not be good. Yeah, um, I, I do think if they if they do kill off Bioware, that will be heavily publicized and people will be angry about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna look really bad. But it's like, what is EA gonna do? Because they have a track record of this shit, you know, just killing companies. So w- would they be like, okay, they didn't make us money, but we don't want to look bad, so we're gonna just keep them around? I don't know. I hope they don't shutter them, but. This is EA we're talking about, but yeah, I know you're right. Like the media, like storm would be insane. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes, it would. So, so, so on that note, uh, I hope that everyone is planning to pick up Anthem next year, and uh, <laughs> we'll see whether or not. To, I mean, I didn't get a chance to play the game, so I don't know what to expect from the game. So. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but hopefully that that, that does not disappoint for, for Bioware's sake. Yeah, but the thing about Anthem, I feel if if that game's going to be a success, it's going to probably come through word of mouth because, like, I don't know about you guys, but from my standpoint, I don't even see excitement for this game at all. 
Like, I don't see anybody hyped for this. You know, is anybody in this room right now hyped for it? I'm going to answer for everybody here. No, (laughs) you know, come on, Rich. You ain't excited. Gary ain't excited either. You know, (laughs) come on, son. It's sad. It's like, it's like, okay, because, you know, for a game to be, you know, at least a success, you need to have hype behind it. No one's hyped for this fucking game. No, you right about that. Or am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some motherfuckers out there. Oh man, hype! It's gonna be the illest shit ever. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. That, 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 that's a good question because I'm not sure what the response uh, was from the people that saw EA play. All I heard is is that they was not impressed with that stream. But I didn't hear anyone saying anything about Anthem, so I don't know if uh, there were some people that was impressed with what they saw of Anthem at that presentation because you know we were there, so. We didn't get the reaction of the actual people watching at home to know uh, whether or not they are looking forward to this game. But I did, I did hear a lot of complaints about the presentation as a whole, so that, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah, like Gary, you as a Bioware fan, are you even like remotely excited about this? Nah, not at all, to be honest with you. Like, because uh, it just to me it just screams like, oh, we we want to do this thing like Destiny, where you know we can. Uh, uh, basically, you know, uh, find ways of making people take out their wallet and spend more money, you know, like, so that that's what it looks like to me. Um, and what they've shown, you know, I mean, it looks beautiful and everything, um, but it seems like it's not heavily story focused like, you know, Bioware games are, and it's more focused on the online social aspect and doing things together. And there, there's like a million games like that now, so... I mean, there's like no unique appeal for me. Um, I, I think the people, the people excited for that game are in the minority, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And like, let, let me ask you guys this though. Are people excited for Battlefield? Cause I don't even hear any hype about that. <laughs> Yo, nah, I, I don't hear any, any excitement. I mean, and you guys, I'm pretty sure you reported on this, you know, how the, the pre-order sales were like 85% down from the other game. It's like, wow. You know, or at least compared to Call of Duty, but that's still bad, dude. It's like, but you're right about that. Like, I'm thinking about it. I don't really see any hype for this game at all, you know, which is crazy because I played some of it. Um, the war stories that was very well done. You know, I always felt that Battlefield is a better a franchise than Call of Duty. Oh, God, you said it, you know, but it's true. But, <laughs> but, they, but they fucked up, though. Like, you, the, was it one of the dice guys? He's, he's no longer there. He came out. And by the way, you know, publishers, executives, please do not tell people to not buy your game. <laughs> they may take you up on that offer, you know. That's what happened. People were, you know, were worried that, um, you know, they were virtue signaling or whatever with this game, and they were like, "Oh, you guys are a bunch of bigots. Don't buy our game." Okay, people ain't buying the game now, you know. How, how about how about you stole all that shit and let the game speak for itself? You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. You know what? I'll stop myself. I was about to go into a huge rant right now. I'll stop. But like, yo, just don't do that. So I, I think because of those crazy ass remarks, you know, and let's just be honest, too, because of the fallout that is still going on because of Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront yeah. 2. I think people oh, are yeah. like, eh, nah, we're going to just wait and see on this one. You know, so think about it like this. Yesterday, they announced that um the Battle Royale mode isn't going to be included for months. No one gave a fuck. <laughs> no one cared. You know? I didn't even oh. hear that news, to be honest with you. <laughs> See? That's what I'm saying. No one gave a fuck. 
You know, like like if this game was really hotly anticipated, and if that battle royale was really like sought after, people would have screamed. You know how people are on the internet; they bitch about everything. You know, no one gave a fuck. What does that tell you? Well, well, well. well that, I guess that depends when that announcement was made, because they were probably uh, standing outside their local GameStop waiting to get Red Dead Redemption Two when, uh, <laughs> when this announcement was made. So that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right about that. It's, it's crazy, man. It, it's just funny to me how these companies are like out there, you know, trying to like jump on the bandwagon, like you said, Gary. But you know, no one's really caring anymore. You know? Yeah, you right. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, I think consumers are a lot smarter now. So it's like if if one thing becomes really popular and does well, like you can't just make a clone of it and expect to also do well. Like I think customers now want variety uh more and more so yeah um i think it was a bad idea to try and base that that game on the destiny kind of model yeah but that's what it is though it's like because a lot of people that are in charge of of decision making i'm just gonna say they're idiots they don't know what the hell they're talking about they see oh that's successful we're gonna do that too and then the creative people are like oh shit we gotta listen to this now because they pay our checks you know yeah well, it's sad, right. man. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. No doubt about it. But, you know, it's like, I'll say this. I'm curious to see what Anthem's going to be about, but I'm definitely not excited for it. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully uh, we, we will get some hands-on time with the game before. Yes. Yeah, they have to give us Anthem, because I know I was looking to try to get that at E3, and that was unsuccessful when I heard... You have to have an appointment, so maybe uh, we will get to try it out and see what it's like when they have more to show early next year. Yeah, apparently, if you had an appointment at the NVIDIA booth, you could have played Anthem. Ah, see? Okay, that's interesting. That was the workaround. And a funny thing is, and I learned this after the fact, because I did have an appointment to see Tomb Raider at the NVIDIA uh, booth. I had no idea that literally right next door was Anthem. I could have just went in there and played it, but... You know, nobody told me that, you know? <laughs> Jeez. That's, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, we'll see. There, there, there will be some opportunities, I would I would guess, but we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think we're going to get to play it, and, you know, we'll see what's up. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so... uh Let's move on to the next topic. We got we got two other quick topics to, to cover, and uh, I know uh, you guys already spoke about this on the throwdown, but uh, we definitely have to talk about this uh, MPB for September 2018. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so this is an MPB that I don't think shocked anybody. <laughs> you knew it was gonna win, man. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm I, I'm definitely not shocked uh, with the number one. Uh, 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 choice on that on this list but uh there, there are some of these other ones that are a little interesting to see some of this stuff on the list so um i'm gonna start at uh number 10 uh nhl 19 number nine was super mario party number eight was destiny 2 uh number seven was forza horizon 4 number six madden nfl 19 number five uh shadow of the tomb raider Number four, FIFA 19. Number three, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number two, NBA 2K19. And of course, number one, 
not only the best-selling game for September, but according to what I have heard, the best-selling PS4 exclusive in quite a while, and that is Marvel's Spider-Man. So, uh, first and foremost, I will say, Gary, if uh, you were still on the fence about whether or not you should get Marvel Spider-Man, hopefully, do, do, do these numbers convince you that you need to consider getting this game? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already gonna get it at some point. It's just you know my, my schedule. I don't, I haven't had much time to play games anyway, so I've just kind of held off on it, but. It's definitely high on my to-do list, um, you know, as soon as I get some time, definitely playing that. Um, hopefully, like, I'm going to play that before I, you know, get Red Dead, because uh, that's another game I need to get to. But, um, but yeah, uh, the, I mean, I'm not surprised by this at all. Um, you know, I mean, it's Spider-Man and it's, it's an exclusive, so people are going to go out and get this, you know. Uh, the thing that does surprise me is that Destiny 2 is still on there. Um, <laughs> <surprising>. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we, well, we do know some people that are still heavily playing Destiny 2, correct? Oh, yeah. I see them on my timeline, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, that's, I guess, and then, of course, that expansion that they released, I believe that was in September. So that's, um, um I, I think, that, yeah, the expansion is the reason why that is. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, you know, this list, uh, nothing looks out of the ordinary, really. I mean, uh, <laughs> when, when did Forza come out? Was it September? Nah, that was, uh, well, they had an early, yeah, you could you could have played it early if you pre-ordered. I believe that was September, I don't really have the exact date. I think it was the 28th or it was a week ahead of time, but four days before, because it came out officially um, the beginning of October, I believe. I, w- I would double check that, but um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, I don't know when they actually stopped with the actual taking the sales numbers because it, this, this it looked like this this list. Some of these games should have been, you know, they should have been released to MPB for September, but it, it feels like they took into account some of October. But I don't know when they officially stopped to record the numbers. Uh, some some of these games on here, I'm a little surprised that they that they're on they're on this list. So yeah, cool. like the timing seemed a little weird for the NPDs. Like I don't know, the NPDs for the last couple months have been like just dropping at like random times. Like before, it used to be like clockwork, you know, like every Thursday, second week of the month, you know, and then they started just switching around. Um, but one, one like thing I, I you know that we should note too is Spider Man is now the third highest selling game of the year literally in one month <laughs> wow in one month see that Gary yeah wow that's, that's a big achievement man. did you guys think it's a game of the year worthy or or well I know you guys have been playing Red Dead so that uh, well this uh, is gonna be a, it's probably uh, a hard decision this is gonna be a very a very tough uh, when, we, when we have our show of the game of the year this is going to be a very uh, interesting show because um, there's a couple of games that uh, will probably get mentioned, but to answer your question about Game of the Year right now, I mean, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, it's difficult for me to say for sure it's Game of the Year. It's, it's, it is hands down. In my personal opinion, it could be the best. Well, that's a question for you guys because I believe you both finished God of War. Would yeah. you say it's better than God of War, or it is the best PlayStation 4 title of 2018? Hmm. 
Yeah, I've been thinking about this. It's kind of hard because the both games are so different from one another, you know. But I'm gonna have to ultimately go with God of War is the better PlayStation exclusive. But I don't know if it's gonna win because Spider Man is more popular. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but no, God of War. I, I think it's the better um, game because even though I, I, you know, Spider Man is fantastic, it is basically like an enhancement of of Spider Man games we've seen before. God of War is like completely reinventing the wheel, you know, in some respects. That's true, and I believe that uh, the Metacritic is around ninety three or ninety four for for God of War. So that's uh, yeah, I know that game is right up there with Red Dead in the nineties. So this um I totally I totally get that. But uh the question about the game of the year, yeah, it's hard to, for me to answer that question right now. But I will say this, uh I am glad that Marvel Spider Man is at the top of the list. As you both have already said, it's not really a surprise because we already knew that this game was gonna be a success, you know, it, it Spider Man. A well known character, very popular with a lot of people. So we already knew right off of that it was going to sell. And then, of course, everything we saw of the game was fantastic. The only real criticism that I that I, that I would have about Spider-Man um, is that I hope when they release the inevitable sequel in the future and we go to future E3 presentations, the Sony presentations, that they do not show too much of the game. Because I feel like with Spider-Man... Man, we saw a lot of the action pieces, a lot of the action set pieces. We saw that stuff. Yeah. In the actual de- demonstrations. So then when it got to the game, I mean, it was still exciting, but I kind of wish I wouldn't have seen that because I would have been more excited if I was just started playing and then I saw, oh, this is what happens right now. So that's the only crit- criticism that I would make. But at the same time, the game is fantastic. So I'm glad that it is number one on this list w- without a doubt. Um, so one final question I wanted to ask before we move on to the final topic is um, which games do you guys think will remain on this list for the October NPDs? That's a good question, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Spider-Man definitely, probably NBA because it's, you know, basketball season. Um, probably, yep. probably FIFA. Probably all, all the sports games. Yeah, I was about to say that all the sports games are going to carry over, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and then, obviously, um, Super Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda are going to carry over, too, because they've been there since they launched, basically. Um, Grand Theft Auto is going to be there as always. <laughs> <laughs> the perennial in there. I was surprised it dropped down from the 10 list because it's usually in the top 10, you know? Um but yeah, no, yeah, Spider-Man's definitely going to carry over, especially because the DLC just dropped, so people, you know, are excited to play it again. You know, but yeah, the sports game's definitely going to be carrying over. I don't know about Shadow Tomb Raider. I think that's going to drop off. That's not going to be there anymore. Yeah, I think that'll drop off. Um, I'm not sure about Odyssey, though. Is that? Yeah, good? I'm not sure about that one either. Um, I've heard good things, so maybe it'll stay on. I, By the way, I also hope, it's probably not going to happen, but I also do hope Dragon Quest uh, makes it over because... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Because I yeah, think that, that- he has been playing that too. 
Yeah, that's the, that's a success story because um, Square Enix said if the game does well, they're gonna that you know because basically they said if the game didn't do well, they're not gonna do any more um you know um localizations. But the game did very well, and it's not even on Switch yet. So I think it's safe to say this is gonna you know we're gonna see Dragon Quest twelve and thirteen or whatever. And it, it's interesting because this is the highest selling game you know in the franchise history. Wow, that, that's good to hear. Man, uh, you know, we want more. Dragon Quest games. Exactly. Just give me a reminder, real quick. How many hours do you have to put into that game to uh, <laughs> to, 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 to complete it? Okay. It's yeah. Go ahead, Gary. Oh no, no, I haven't even beat it yet. But like, I'm guessing like a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you because it's because the game has two endings. Um, so to get to the first ending, let me speak about me personally. It took me sixty-seven hours. Whoa. And, <laughs> and then to get to the real ending, 87 hours. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and at the moment, because, you know, obviously I had to stop because a, a flood of games came out. When I stopped playing it, I was at around 113 hours. I'm trying to get everything now. So so, so, so once you got to the 87, were, were you closer to the platinum or did you already get the platinum? No, no, I'm not even close to platinum now. That's why I still got to keep playing. I got to get the platinum oh, now, you know. But yeah, 87 hours roughly to get the the actual real ending, you know. Wow, that's that's a man. That's a lot. That's a lot to have to deal with. But uh, I've heard nothing but positive things. I know Tatiana has said very, very positive things about it, and she reviewed it as well. So that um, maybe I will try it at some point. But I have no idea when that's going to be because I have way too many other things I got to finish. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, that does make uh, the NPD list eventually. Um, yeah. The, the last point I will make in terms of what I will think will stay. Yeah, NBA definitely will stay. Madden will stay. Um, I think uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is definitely going to fall into the shadows, unfortunately, because <laughs> uh, you know there, there's too many other games. You know, Red Dead will probably be number one. I, I'm assuming. Um, Call of Duty is going to be on this list also, and that's the other one because the Call of Duty sales have, uh, well, the digital sales have been great. I don't know about the physical sales. Um, but yeah, Call of Duty will be on this list. So, uh, so, some stuff is going to definitely fall off, but I think Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that's a guarantee. Forza, uh, yeah, I think Forza is going to drop off also, unfortunately, but you know, hey, I could be wrong. I could be wrong because there are too many other games dropping. Uh, that came out this month that are going to be taken into account on this list, so we'll have to wait and see what, what that actually is. Where will Red Dead be? Because I, I think Red Dead will definitely charge just because it will probably sell like a ton in the first week or whatever. Number one. Number one, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see that. Sure. Yeah, even, even though it's coming out literally like the last week, yeah, it's going to be number one. I guarantee you that. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh yeah, no, uh, you know, Call of Duty will probably be number two. It might be number two, number three. It's gonna be in the top three, I think. Call of Duty, but Red Dead, I think, definitely number one. Cause I, when I went on Twitter, uh, you know, last night, it's like every picture I saw, people with, with copies of Red Dead Redemption, and then I go on PSN, uh, my all my friends were just playing this game right now. So I, I, I think um, this is definitely gonna be number one. But you know. We we'll have to wait and see because I don't know when they're going to release those numbers. I guess the middle of next month or maybe closer to Thanksgiving. 
Um, that's probably when we'll see those numbers, but that's we have to see about that when the time comes. Yeah, October and November NPDs are always like the really juicy ones, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Gary, you had you had any other thoughts you wanted to share before we move on to uh, the final topic? Nah, nothing else. All right, so I know you wanted to address this question as the final topic, so I'm going to give you the floor to ask the question. But uh, before you do that. Let's get Tony's impressions of Red Dead Redemption 2 so far, because I know I already spoke about mine earlier. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've only been able to play, what, two and a half hours, maybe three? Again, when you start playing this game, you kind of lose track of time, but, you know, obviously I haven't even put a dent in it, but so far I'm impressed. Like, the level of quality that Rockstar, like, you know, puts out there, like, you, it can't be understated, man. Like, you could tell it's like, yo... They sunk a lot of money, and I hate to say it, a lot of man hours into this. You know, it, like the, the quality is insane, man. You know, um, so far, you know, it, I uh, I love how it like, and it's not spoilers. Everybody knows how you begin like in this like mountain with all the snow and shit, and you see the the snow deforming and all that, and then like when you go down the mountain, like everything's nice and pristine, wilderness, a lot of animals everywhere, and it just feel like it. You could like almost feel the dirt you know what i'm saying when you're walking around town all that mud and shit you know it, it's crazy man and from what i could tell from the combat it, it's not too different from the last game uh very similar very similar to just you know rockstar games in general so that's really good the horses seem like they're easier to control this time around and but like, but like i said i haven't really like gone deep into it but just from the beginning like even before i even started playing i'm like I, I could tell this was a high quality product man uh, you know a, a game that you could tell yeah this took eight years to develop for a reason you know <laughs> no you're absolutely right it, it definitely took a long time and, and uh gary will get this also when he um when he does decide to pick up the game unless of course he will wait for the pc version that will potentially come out next year. Yeah, but, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to wait that long, man. Like, because uh, the, the way you guys are talking about it, like, I want to just hit up Amazon right now and get it on Prime, like, so it delivers tomorrow or something. I I, I just want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Adam Vale because he called me today talking about this game. So yo, yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just everybody is excited. So um, yeah. Understand the hype. The hype is real, and it is validated. <laughs> okay, okay, Gary. Now you can ask the question you wanted to ask us regarding Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, this might be a little, a uh, little bit of a crazy question, but uh, just, just, just bear with me. So, you know, um, Red Dead was always like it's, it's kind of been seen as like the secondary Rockstar uh, IP to Grand Theft Auto. You know, like in between Grand Theft Auto games, you get you know red dead um and it's like the western but it's looked at as the western version of grand Theft Auto, essentially um but so my question was for you guys like will red dead redemption 2 bump this ip so that it's you know basically side by side with gta and you know so that it's just as popular as grand Theft Auto? like is there any possibility that that could happen with this game do you think hmm. I, with this game, 
there's a possibility, but I, I honestly think in order for it to be on par with GTA in terms of popularity, you're going to need at least one more game, you know, because the way this is this game's like, you know, just being perceived the next game, the hype for that is going to be even crazier. I think that's when it's going to get to GTA levels, you know, but but I could be wrong. Maybe this one will actually bump it to GTA levels, but just because of the sheer fact that you know, GT has been around longer, has more games. It's already going to have that leg up on Red Dead, which is this is technically the, um, the third game. I'm, I'm going to get people annoyed at me. What about Revolver? You know, but uh, yeah, the, the, the legacy isn't there quite yet. But in terms of popularity, I, I think you need at least one more game. Then it's going to reach that that fever pitch, you know. Right. Um because uh, there's going to be the online mode as well, so I guess yes. that, that uh, is a big determining factor. Because if that online is like uh, uh, so good that people become addicted to it, I guess that's something that could push the levels higher. You know, for for Red Dead, like because uh, if it reaches like Fortnite levels of addiction, then that's something. You know, that's that's something right there. But. I'm, g- I'm glad you bring that up because, you know, and, and this is just a blind spot I always have, like multiplayer. I never really um, think about it, but you're 100% right. It's like, okay, maybe, maybe like single player wise, you know, because I was speaking at it from that perspective, you know, it's going to take one more game. But yeah, you're right. If the multiplayer of this blows up, yeah, then this game d- definitely does have the possibility of becoming as popular as GTA. I, I didn't, c- again, I didn't even consider the multiplayer aspect of it. I'm not, cause me, I'm not even worried about that. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm going to play the multiplayer heavily, but right now I'm just saying about the single player, but yeah, you're right, Gary. I think the multiplayer has the potential to really blow this up, you know, cause think about it like this. Why do you think GTA five is still on MPDs five years later? It ain't because of the single player. It's because mm-hmm. of the multiplayer, you know, so. Yeah, I, I think so. If if the multiplayer of this game is as like you know hype as GTA Five, we're definitely going to see this game reach those same levels. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but I, I really do love that they do it like this, to where like they pace it out. So you you uh, when you first get the game, you're just playing the the single player, and then they release the multiplayer later. I think that's a really good way to do things because you know um, then you, people won't get distracted and they can just enjoy. The, the main game for what it is, you know. So I like that they do that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I know some, you know, I'm just going to call him out. Brett, you know, he's mad. He's actually not buying this game because it has no multiplayer, <laughs> believe it or not. I'm like, yo, my man, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's not buying the game at all until he gets multiplayer, which is interesting to me. But to me, I'm like, you know, it, you know, just me, I'm like, yo, I'm playing this shit for the single player. If I'm going to, if, even if multiplayer was here day one, I wouldn't touch that for another three weeks until, or at least until I finish the, the main game. You know what I'm saying? Like the main game is the main reason I'm buying this. I want to get the story, the characters, the world. That's the shit I want. You know, it's like we could blow each other up later. You know, I want, I want the, the real juice right here. You know, the meat of it, not, not the, not the snack that the, the multiplayer is, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Rich, what do you think, though, regards to the question? Well, I, I, I think I think my answer is going to be a little controversial. Um, so I, I agree with a lot of what, 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 what you both have already said. I think the multiplayer is going to definitely determine how, how much more successful the game is going to be. Um, but you asked the question, do I think that it will reach GTA 5 sales numbers? 
And I think that because it is a rough star game, absolutely. But I also think that this this is a great franchise. But I don't think that this franchise will ever surpass Grand Theft Auto because I noticed that I know Dan Hauser had an interview recently where he said that he was glad that they weren't releasing GTA 6 now because of all the stuff that's going on in the world and they would be concerned about how they were going to hit those topics. Plus, they didn't want to worry about it competing with this game, which is which is true. But I think he knows Grand Theft Auto is the bread and butter. Um, I mean, that is the franchise that is the top dog for for uh, Rockstar. So that'll always be number one. This is this is a, this is a definitely definitely a solid number two. I, I think I think even even before you even think about this game, I think it's this franchise has already been the number two because I know everybody has been waiting for this game even from the moment that it was announced. Um, they had been wondering, and, and they also were wonder what happened to other Rockstar games, like you know, Bully and stuff like that. But this is definitely the number two for them, no doubt about it. Because even when they had the sales of the first game, they had a said, "Well, this this is probably definitely going to be a new franchise for us." Um, they had established that this was going to be another strong franchise in, in, in their in their uh, portfolio. So that's a good thing. But um, I, I I definitely think it's going to do well sales wise. Uh, I do think that the Wild Wild West theme, I don't know how many people actually like that type of theme or that type of setting. Um, so that's why I do feel that there may be some that may pick it up because they have friends that are picking up the game and because it's a Rockstar game, but they may not really know too much about the Wild West or care too much about it. But I will say this, that the game, what I have played so far in the story and I'm not going to reveal any spoilers, but how they put things together so far, it definitely draws you in. It's a very immersive world. So I can see a lot of people who really aren't into Westerns pick this game up, and then all of a sudden they will be 100% sold on them, uh, at least for how Rockstar has handled it in this particular game. So do I think it will be successful? Absolutely, without a doubt, hands down. Do I think it's going to reach GTA 5 sales numbers? Uh, I'm not quite sure if it's going to reach the top of those numbers. It may come very close, and it, it very well may surpass them. I could be wrong. But uh, it definitely depends on what they offer in the online mode because they have to think about the online differently because it is a different setting, a different time period. Um, and so I'm very curious to know what they have planned for Red Dead Online. Uh, because when I think about what they are, have offered in GTA and how they continue to put stuff in GTA Online, it just really is fantastic. So I'm very, very curious to see what they're going to have in Red Dead Online because that's going to determine how much longer people are going to keep playing this game after they finish the single-player story. So. Yeah, just one quick thing, though, because uh, the, the question was, you know, will this game... Um, ever reach like the same level of GTA. Um, I, I think it can with, um, as far as popularity goes, but, uh, if Gary, cause I thought he was going to ask this, uh, if he asked, is the game going to surpass GTA? My answer would be, like you said, no, it would never would, uh, just because of the fact that Westerns are kind of niche, you know, mm -hmm. like people like modern shit. That's, that's what they like, you know, even futuristic stuff doesn't sell as well as modern stuff. You know, like if you had GTA Future, that wouldn't be as well. Per Look at what happened with Call of Duty when they did that, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, it'll never it'll never surpass it. it but it, it could potentially 
reach the same level of popularity as GTA, but I, I do think it'll be relegated to number two status, which isn't a bad thing. If you're if you're second to like the biggest game ever, that still makes you a pretty big game too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, it'll, but just to say, just on that specific question, no, it'll never surpass GTA. That's not happening ever. Yeah, like, I, I don't think it will outsell GTA at all. Like, I don't think that's possible. But, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I do think, uh, one thing, like, I think this game, cause you guys, you know, said, uh, people, you know, might not be into westerns and stuff like that. I, I think this game has the power to actually get people into westerns because that's what happened to me with uh the first red dead redemption because uh, i was never yeah. really into the whole western theme like i found them like boring like the movies and stuff like that but that game actually made me more interested in westerns and you know to the point where i started seeking out you know western content so uh, I think that's the power that this game has as well. And, you know, if that starts to happen on a grander scale, then that could set new trends and uh, train, you know, gamers to, to like, you know, those kind of things. So um, that that's pretty cool that, you know, uh, a game like this has the power to do that. Yeah, no, I, that, same thing with me. I never really mess with Westerns like that, but even Red Dead Redemption 1, I almost, almost didn't get the game. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't like Westerns. I don't like Westerns. But, you know, I was like, I don't fuck with these, I don't fuck with these things. But then I was like, Tony's Rockstar, bro. It's Rockstar, you know? So I got the game and obviously it changed my whole tune, you know? Um, but, but the thing is like, I, I still can't, I, I can't say I'm a Western fan exactly because they're like, I'll watch some of the, the Westerns that inspired this game, but some of the John Wayne stuff, I still think is corny. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I, I gotta really mess with that shit. Yeah. But yeah, but like good and the bad and the ugly, which I did, you know, see after Red Dead, I was like, this is a great movie. You know, like I, I want to watch those Clint Eastwood ones. I'll definitely check those out in those like kind of like dirtier grimier more realistic westerns i'll check out but like the older shit like you know oh, let's fight them engines you know like i don't know that's corny you know <laughs> hey partner we gonna have a duel like nah son <laughs> yeah i know rich likes those yeah yeah, yeah no you, you i agree 100 percent um I, I actually saw a Western recently, a movie that just came out, just so happened to come out close to this, called The uh, Sisters Brothers. Uh, that's more so like a comedy. Not yeah. really, it, it, it's some action in it, but it's, you know, it's a comedy, and then it takes a couple of different twists, some very uh, dire twists with the characters, but uh, it was okay. But I, I, I saw that, and I was thinking, man, when is Red Dead coming out? Because I want to play Red Dead, so... <laughs> you know. Definitely influenced that, so... I, I think I think you make a very good point that there's some people that may play this and, and be interested in westerns afterward. Is I think that's absolutely possible. Um, but uh, the game definitely will be successful. It's I think that's uh, definitely absolutely positively going to happen. Um, and as far as whatever happens with Red Dead Online, that will that will continue to determine how much more success it gets over time. But uh, I think it definitely already, well, I, I guess we can already say it, it is a success even before we see sales numbers because everybody picked up this game. Everybody and their mama picked up this game. So it's, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's received when, when we actually get the figures. Yeah, but uh, 
So uh, any other points you wanted to bring up, Gary, about this topic, or are we uh, now ready to wrap up? Uh, I mean, yeah, let, let's wrap it up so you guys can go play Red Dead um, and, <laughs> to, and to go order it or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, absolutely. So th- thank you all for joining us tonight for a special episode of the Co-op Podcast. Uh, I definitely want to thank uh, Tony for joining us this week. Um, and Tony, how about you give your shout-outs? Uh, yeah, the floor is yours for shout-outs. Yeah, you know, obviously, shout out to the fans, you know, uh, supporting the coalition throwdown, you know, everywhere we go, we're, we're both of us are expanding to different places, which is pretty cool, pretty exciting, you know, so, you know, we have our core fan bases, you know, a lot of cross pollination, they follow us everywhere, which is really, really cool. So I want to, you know, just give them a shout out as always, man. And shout out to Rockstar too, man. Fucking Red Dead Redemption, man. It's awesome. Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100%. Shout out to Rockstar. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to all the fans that continue to support. As well as uh, sh- shout out to you in the throwdown as well, because uh, I know that you guys also just gave away a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, we did that live last night, man. That was good. My man was even in the chat room, which was fantastic, you know? Oh, that's, that's a perfect gift. Absolutely. Perfect gift, perfect timing. He, he was there, too, so that's all. Yeah, he was there, and he wanted digitally. It all worked out perfectly, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> he had his game in minutes, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, everybody definitely check out that game. And definitely stay oh, oh, hold on quickly. I do want to give a shout out because uh, I'm not going to get into it now, but I want to give a huge shout out to my man, uh, J-Dub City. Uh, he got banned from Twitter because of some fanboys. A lot of bullshit happened. Uh, so shout out to him, man. Uh, remember, we we, um, we met him, you know, at um, PSX, well, him and all day, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got he got banned because of some you know Xbox fanboys. Not not good. It's like these guys take this console stuff way too serious, you know. So shout out to my man, you know. Uh, man, I was wondering what happened with him because I did see him tweet a lot of stuff. He always tweeting stuff online, so I didn't. Yeah, what happened with that? Yeah, we we'll, we'll definitely want to give him a shout out. Hopefully that gets resolved. Yeah, I hope he gets yeah. his account back. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that, that guy's awesome. Like, he's always given, I don't know what he does for a living, but my man makes money. So he's he's giving, like, Xbox excess X, X away to people. He does that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, he like he trolls, don't get me wrong, but he does a lot. He does a lot more for the Xbox community than these Xbox fanboys on their podcast do, you know? I'm just saying. Oh, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. I can confirm this. <laughs> yeah, so definitely give a shout out to him. Um, hopefully that gets resolved. And uh, Gary, the floor is now yours for uh, shout-outs. Oh, yeah, so big shout-outs to our Patreon people, M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Sean Gorty. Uh Big thanks for all your support. I also want to shout-out Reggie, uh, Joey Salas, Fergus, uh, Mike Masters and Christopher Hart who all joined us in the chat today so uh, thanks for coming by and you know discussing all these topics with us and everything and of course a big shout out to Tony for joining us as well um, and you know we, we, got, we got to say a big thanks to him because it's because of him we're, we're trying to upgrade the show a little bit you know, uh, by streaming on these different platforms and everything like that so uh, big shout outs to Tony and thanks for you know all the support and everything 
Um, and yeah, shouts to the whole coalition staff as well. And the throwdown, all the throwdown people. Yeah, man, everybody, we're all working hard to bring you content, people. Good content, you know? Sure. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. Agreed. So, uh, thank you all for listening to today, tonight's show. Enjoy yourself some Red Dead Redemption 2 or Spider-Man this weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Peace out, people.